everybody. Welcome to Mark and Heidi, the other D'Amelios. I'm Mark. And I'm Heidi. Heidi just scarfed down a, um, what fig was bar. that? A fig bar. She's hungry. I'm hungry. And then just had a, a little bit of water. But I try to start the show. While I was eating. Because I thought that would have been. But look at me. No, showing up. Just... Answering the bell. Yeah. Figs in my teeth. Yeah. Yeah. So what's happening? Looking good today. I have your um, social tourist sweatsuit on. Yes. It's the softest. As the one thing I feel like everybody keeps talking about, social tourist. The Dixie and Charlie's clothing line, exclusively sold online and in Hollister stores, is how soft it is. I've worn a lot of t-shirts in my day. I'm a t-shirt <laughs> kind of guy. <laughs> and I usually wear V-necks. If anyone's seen, I'm, I'm a big V-neck guy. Um, and what colors are you? I have an array of colors in the black and Tell white family. So you have black and then there's charcoal and then and there's white. white. Yeah. And is there a comma or is that a period? That's in period the exclamation right. point. And oh, are you thinking about like switching it up ever? I, 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 I have big, I've seen pictures of you in college and even probably in, in high school, white t-shirt. Yes. That's your, white t-shirt and jeans. That's your thing. It's always been, it's kind of like, Take it back to the fifties, happy days. Mm, you know, happy days. Oh, Arthur Fonzarelli. You know who I used to love? Oh. Pinky Tuscadero. Who didn't? What Eddie? a badass! I want. Who didn't? Yeah. Oh wow, that kind of just leads right into um, <laughs> childhood memories. So let's talk about summer memories first, because I, uh, I think we have totally different summer memories. How so, far are we going back? As far as you can remember, and then okay, but bring it all like yeah, yeah. Tie it so, up in a nice neat bow. For me, okay, I have three older sisters, if you don't know. They were all insane athletes. My two oldest sisters, my dad coached my two oldest sisters' softball teams, and they were phenomenal. We traveled the country. They went to nationals six times. So growing up, my summers were spent in ballparks around the country, mostly south-ish and hot obviously in the south and my mom would always bring a blanket and i'd sit on the under a canopy they like a pop-up and i just remember i had it's i had three sisters but it's like i had a whole softball team of sisters and they were just like i was young you know my sis my older sister is a little bit older than i am so i had all these sisters it was so much fun i had the best like that was some of the best memories and then all their parents and we would all travel together and then we'd stay at hotels and they'd go swimming and I was like all these girls and they wanted to you know Heidi come over here or they dress me up or we'd go to the mall and we it was cute and I was just like some of the best memories and they're still you know and my when my dad passed the, so many of his team members came to his funeral and just were like you you know like my parents were there you know, second set of parents and we were like their other sisters. And it was just like, you know, I know I felt it, but I think they felt it too. And that was like, it's the best memories. And I remember being little and having these, my mom would make this potato salad and she'd make a face out of like olives and a pickle. And she, it was like, I don't know. I just remember like these silly things, but it just meant so much to me. And that was like a huge part of my growing up. I think what's interesting about where I lived in right outside of New York and I, we had family in New York and we lived in Connecticut is how the four seasons made summer that much bigger because it's almost like here in California. Now it's June, right? Ish. Yeah, June. 
Um, and it seems like, because it's always nice here, although you can appreciate when it's beautiful and sunny, back in Connecticut, you'd go through a tough winter and then spring and then summer would roll around. And it would like, it would almost be like life, you were hibernating and mm -hmm. life would begin. And it's, it's was just a lot of the same things. And what's funny is although we grew up in totally different parts of the country and in totally different situations, a lot of the things that you talk about that you loved about summer and the, just the smells of drinking out of a, hose. a hose, like yes. those are things that I think across the, across the country, no matter where you, where you live, you experience those, those things together. And I was a pretty active kid in my neighborhood, as soon as school was out, it was everybody in the neighborhood on their bicycles all summer long, doing all kinds of different things, riding your bikes everywhere, going to everyone's houses. And it wasn't, we had video games and there were Remember more Atari? arcades. Atari. I had Atari, <laughs> had ColecoVision. And then there was a couple of summers because my parents were divorced that we went up to Monticello, New York and spent the summer there. And that was kind of like a vacation spot. And had great memories there with my dad and my sister. And then summer, my mom would take us to, uh, to Long Island, to Jones beach. Usually once, probably once a summer, we'd go to the beach and spend the day there, but it was just, you know, summers as a kid growing up, it was just not, nothing like it. I feel like too, our summers back then were longer. I don't know. Maybe it seemed like it, like it's so short now, This, you know, from schools out and schools back in. I feel like it was longer when we were kids. Do you, do you feel that way? Yes, I do. Did you go to any summer camps? I did not. A lot of my friends would go to, and it was a big thing, especially in, in, in New York and in Connecticut, it was a big thing to go up to upstate New York to sleepaway camp. I did not do sleepaway camp. They, there were in our, our city, our town. They would have day camps where they would have counselors and you could just kind of come and go as you please. And it was kind of part of the, the, the school, the board of ed kind of put those on or parks and rec put those on. Mm -hmm. And those were really cool, but it was the same thing. Like the kids in the neighborhood would ride their bikes over there, play games or, or play baseball and then jump on our bikes and, and ride around. What I did notice going back to Connecticut, different than California is how humid it is in mm. Connecticut in the summertime. That was pretty wild. Yeah, that you're right, but it still doesn't hold a candle to the humidity in Louisiana. No. I didn't go to summer camps either, but I do remember, I think maybe summer going to sixth grade or something. Some of the girls in my grade were doing a summer camp for like, Listen, my memory is fuzzy on this, but I think it was like four or five nights and it was all the way in Grand Coteau, 20 minutes down I-49, like it was not far, but um, I was like, can I go? And as the words were coming out of my mouth, I wanted to take them back because I could I could barely get through a sleepover. I, I would have to, my mom would- That happens a lot to people that go away to camp. They find that their first night is tough. I remember hearing that. And then by- the end of they the summer, it. they don't yeah. want to leave. I, I ended up not doing it. I couldn't be away from my mom that long. I've never asked you, because I think our summers, <laughs> although Louisiana is a lot hotter, what was your thought when you moved up to the, the Northeast about the other seasons? Like you got to experience fall. Oh, I'll tell you. 
So I remember whatever age you are when you learn how to read, right? You can actually read the words on the book, on the pages. There was a book that, you know, everybody in the class had. And we would read out loud. Everybody would take a, take a line and read. And it was talking about autumn. And I had no idea what that was. I know there was like, the, there was some colorful leaves and then the leaves were on the ground and then they raked the leaves. And I'm like, what is all of this stuff? It, it meant nothing to me because I had never seen that before. Like everything's just always kind of green. And there's definitely not a lot of trees that turn like bright colors like in the fall in Louisiana. So I so move cut to northeast fall and. I'm like, wait, that was in that book. That's what they were talking about. But I remember, I think, I don't remember. I remember in the book, it was brownstones, but it wasn't like a city vibe, but it was like these brownstones and people had little tiny front yards and they were, and I remember making that connection at, uh, I don't know, 26 years old. Well, by, And I, oh, how old are you when you learn how to read? One, two, no, first grade, second grade. And I remember just that being, wow, this is the thing that I've been seeing. I had never experienced that. And so I loved, and I remember you talking about um, the smell of fall. And I was like, okay, what is this guy talking about? Until uh, you can't explain it. You just know. And every year, like, and every season has that, even the smell of winter, yes. like you, there's a smell in the air. And it's, it's so cool to be able to experience those seasons after 25 years of life not experiencing those um so i did i did really love that and um fast forward 20 something years i i was kind of over the winters i it was just like i found myself all i was looking forward to was summer uh, you know and I did still appreciate all the other seasons, but all I really wanted was that heat. Like, I love it. And so I am happy here and I'm fine to, I can go visit those seasons if I want. Yeah. No, but I, to live in them, I'm, I'm happy to be in California. I think everyone could agree, unless you're an avid skier, you love the winter that much that the going into the holidays, holiday season when it's, when there, when there's snow and you're in New York City. There's there's nothing like it. But then it's January, rolls into February, rolls into March, and it's still cold. And you're like, all right, spring, let's go. Mm -hmm. And also, like, you know, my my family, who also didn't grow up with seasons, would see, like, the snow and, oh, it's so beautiful. And I'm like, oh, and then I'm shoveling. And then, or, or you know, you got to go grocery shopping and it's snowing. And, you you know, I don't know how to drive in the snow. This is not but good. But those, exper those experiences <laughs> are so much fun, though. Like, when when all of a sudden you, like, growing up as a kid and you, you, you wake up and there's a foot of snow on the yeah. ground. You you know, first of all, there's no school today. I did love those days. Second of as all. As a parent. <laughs> yeah, as a parent, right? And when when we go and wake up Dixie and Charlie yeah. and say, guess what? No school today. And then we'd walk to the market or something yeah. or we'd, we'd go outside and you'd uh, That was fun. Wait, the best was the dogs running. They would go nuts running around in the snow. They loved it. Oh, yeah, I'm not going to miss that. Summer, year round. Sign me up. So what are some... I think I'm solar powered. I do feel like yesterday it was gloomy all day. And it I think it rained here in California. And I was like struggling. Today, 
sun's out. I'm like, let's go. Day is here. I, it's so, a problem. So two things. One, I remember, and I probably said this before, but I remember coming out to California in February on business and being at an outdoor restaurant in somewhere down in Laguna Beach and calling you and saying, hey, we're missing we're missing out on life. Like that whole mm-hmm. thing. I remember that. It's almost like you, you really hibernate in, on the, in the Northeast for those t- times. And there's a whole part of the world that's enjoying life and going out and doing outdoor activities. And, and to be fair yes. to the winter, I, and I take responsibility for my own part of this. Like I, used to be a personal trainer and I literally think every person I trained had torn their ACL snow skiing. So I was not excited to ever do that. And I'm fine not doing that ever. Like I'll go in an inner tube down. A, I've never done that either, but I would consider that because it seems like my knees will stay intact. So I feel like we also did not take advantage of the other seasons where we could have done things. And I know I'm at fault. I'll take full responsibility for not taking advantage of winter. Um, but the girls, too, were in, like, Charlie was in dance and Dixie was in, you know, she was in indoor track in the winter. And, you know, there were things that we couldn't just leave for. Dixie skied when she was very young. Mm-hmm. And I skied, contrary to my mom's belief that I have never skied. I skied a lot. <laughs> she did tell you. In that. high school and college, we'd go up. And that's and that is kind of a thing when you live in New York or Connecticut. In yeah. the winter, people get winter houses up in Vermont or New Hampshire. Mm-hmm. And they snowmobile. Pete Fox and his family just got out of there, left their house a couple, about a month ago in, in, in Vermont, and they snowmobiled all, all winter, which is really cool. So we kind of didn't take advantage of the winter mm-hmm. the way we should have. So like, yeah. And you'd love skiing. Okay, I don't like to be cold, so there's that. And also, I am really good at water skiing because that's what I grew up doing. And so when we talk about skiing, like skiing and wakeboarding, like that was one of my favorite things to do. And so we both like skiing. And isn't there something we just discovered this the other day? Like I say snow skiing and water skiing. But what are you saying? Like, you don't have to say snow. Who said that to me? Yeah, we just call skiing is snow skiing and water skiing is water skiing. I grew up water skiing and now I know people who snow ski. So I have to differentiate. Got it. What do you think are some of your best memories of the kids in summer? Okay. Actually, I don't know if this is actually in summer, but it felt like summer was our trips to Atlantis and the Bahamas. I just felt there was there was no work happening you know, they were little, they were just like, it was just like, it was safe and we were close and we'd ride the water rides and go on the beach. And I don't know, it just was such a fun time. And like, I felt like everyone was at their happiest when we were like at the beach. And, yeah. and there was, you know, I don't know, it was like nice, um, like really, really nice family time. I think all of our experiences at the beach, and I remember one when we were living on our first house in Norwalk and it was a very small house and we did not have a pool and it was super hot out. And I remember the the kids were just running through the sprinkler in the backyard (laughs) and having a blast. And I was like, we have to 
figure out a way either to get a pool or to do something. We ended up joining a pool club. Um, and that became like kind of so many of, mm -hmm. we have so many of our family memories at that club. And I grew up going there, not as a member, but as a guest of my friends. Cause I, we all lived in the same town I grew up in. And at first you're like, I'm not joining a club. And, but it wasn't like that. Right. And they didn't like when you wear jeans and that was hard for me. I might, my go-to is jeans and a tank top or a t-shirt. And they're like, there's like things you can't wear there. So I was like, mm, I don't know if I want to do that, but it was, it really was. It was like a great place. We would go every day in the summer and they would play. And it was, it was, that was like, that was like daily great memories. Like Bahamas was like bigger, like memories like that. And the sports that you could potentially play there was swimming so diving. Charlie, Charlie did dive. It was on the dive team. Dixie was on the swim team. You could play tennis, which they both did not like. They did not like tennis. They still, I think they're still like scarred by the four days we made them play. And we were members there. We're still members there, but we were members there for over 10 years. And I think you and I played tennis just one year. We picked it up and then. Yeah, we played for like six weeks uh, you hurt your sciatica and I got a uh, tennis elbow. So we hung it up. <laughs> and we it hung up the rapid rackets. Then we got a boat, but they had a bar. And so we enjoyed that. And we would, we had a boat for five minutes. That was not. Yeah. We find, we, 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 we try things. We got to give us credit for trying yes. things. And then you also have to give us credit for when we find it's not right for us. We yeah, get out of we it. We got to move on. But we had like when my family would come to visit and we'd take them there, like that was so much fun. Yeah. And then your family would come sometimes. And that was so, like, there's, there was like the four of us family, great memories. And then extended family. And we did friends. so many things there, but let, let's talk about the boat for a little bit. Oh God. <laughs> Cause when we first joined there, this boat said, makes me angry. People said, you've got to get your name on the list to get a, to get a slip. So there's these slips basically, and they're hard to come by. But then something happened with the economy and everybody all of a sudden they called me that year and they're like, Hey, your slip's ready. And I'm like, yeah, um, don't I don't have, have a boat. boat. <laughs> so we ended up getting a boat and for people who don't understand, mm. like when you sit on the side of the shore and you see people on boats, it looks so fun. Oh my God. You're like, dude, I, I want to do I that. Do That's that. so cool. Look at that boat. And oh, it's beautiful. And then, but then once you pile everybody into the boat, and you're now meaning. First of all, you have to learn how to. You have to get your boating oh, we license. Took, we got our boating. Which was. Why didn't I both have weekend. boating licenses? Yep. And then, you know, Mark has to uh, detail the boat every single time we take it out with a toothbrush. No, 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 no. no and no, no. wants me. I'm the the deck hand that's got to be the assistant. This was not a good so thing he, for our here's, marriage. Here's what. People. Let's keep it real. I'm, I am going to. So I got into a position. I worked so I can enjoy my weekends. And Monday through Friday, you work. And then Saturday and Sunday, um, or when you sit back and, and I'm like, hey, I'm going to sit back and chill on my boat. Little did I know that boating is a full-time job. Just let me let me just get clarify this. So you pile all these people into your boat, which I was fairly new at captaining a boat. And then you're not only responsible for your life, you're responsible for everyone else's life. So you're sitting on the water doing 
30 miles an hour, 40 miles an hour on a boat. And you have all these people there and everybody's having a blast. They're jamming music and you're just trying not to kill everybody. And uh, then when you come back on a Sunday night, early Sunday evening, everyone would scatter and you'd have to clean the boat. And I was like, yeah, this doesn't, it's just not fun. So for all your boaters out there, so I don't get it. We bought uh, and we sold pretty quickly because we knew this was not good for our marriage. And... It it really um, what we I, my takeaway was we should have bought two of the most comfortable lawn chairs, put them on the dock, because that was the best time. Yeah, those when were we the were best docked, times. Sitting by the boat, I didn't yeah. didn't have to be our boat. It was like we just little, sat by anybody. The worst part boat. was we probably should have just kept it just to have like a little apartment oh, on the water for the for the music. Yeah, we go on it play the music. We could have done that a whole lot cheaper. <laughs> <laughs> we just bought lawn chairs. We had our phone and a speaker. Call it a day. A nice chest. Oh, but overall, the great. memories are great. It sounds like I don't know about that. Um, but so I grew up like in Louisiana. Like everybody has fishing boats. These were more like leisure boats. Um, so and when you go out fishing, you're like it's business. You're like we're we're having a fish fry tonight, so we got to come home with some fish. So. It was, but I love fishing. Like I had gotten so into it. Like we would go to a pond by my sister's apartment after school, like after track practice and go fishing, see if we'd catch. Like I was like, that was one of my favorite things growing up. Now that California is opening up, I think we do need to do like go to Lake Tahoe and yeah. go Wait, on a that's fishing. that's in California? I know nothing. It, yeah. It borders. It's, it's part Nevada, part California. Got it. Um, also, wait, going back to boating, I remember my dad, um, had taken all his, it was all, it was just the girls. I think the, uh, my nephews were playing baseball. So it was Harley, Darby, Dixie, Charlie, my sister, Gingy, and me and my dad. And he took us all out on the Atchafalaya on his boat. And I mean, it was so much fun. They all had their little vest on, but they were, they were little. And then of course it's, he, my dad always got snacks and you know all the things and then they had to pee so he's like well you have your life jacket on jump over pee in the water and we'll get you back in so dixie's like okay in harley darby was shelby with us too i'm trying to remember if shelby i think she was and every all the girls are in charlie's like hands crossed in oh, front yeah, of her that's... I am not going in that water. I can't see the bottom. <laughs> it was like, but she really had to pee. I just chucked her in. And then I um I was like, I, I hold on to you. I was holding her vest. I put her in. I think I went in with her. And then she hopped back in. But she was like, I don't really want to do that ever again. <laughs> so those are the times that I think we've brought our kids into what it would be like for our summers like mm -hmm. what do you think is the biggest difference between the way dixie and charlie experienced summers and the way we did as kids i think just the freedom like i mean we lived in the middle of nowhere and the freedom of your neighborhood of just like hanging out and like it was louisiana so like a lot of people had swimming pools we go to this pool and that pool and let's have you know we'd have sandwiches outside and like just the freedom of being in your neighborhood and not like all the parents knew each other and was, you know, had an eye on them, but you kind of just got to be. I think that was the biggest thing. Like, I feel like, you know, for our girls, it had to be a little more structured, but then they did have that freedom at the pool club, you know, within those walls. It was different, but 
I don't know. Yeah, I think that is, and I don't know that it's worse now, but I think that is the big difference. It's like there was a lot more with more freedom to just like you would leave the house. I would, and although we lived in different parts of the country, we did the same thing. Like I would leave the house in the morning, get on my bike, and my mom wouldn't. I mean, there's no cell phones. I don't even know. Like she just, I guess, assumed I was going to come home, and I mm-hmm. did every night, and. Maybe, maybe we'd pop in. Maybe we'd pop into my house one day. We'd pop in someone mm-hmm. else's house. But yeah. we would be out of the house. That's, I think, the big difference between the kids today. And and I'm not saying it's better or worse. Mm-hmm. It's just it's just different. I, we also, I lived in a very small neighborhood. So, I mean, my mom could look out the window and at some point she'd see us out there, the whole gaggle of kids. We're going, okay, we're going to go do, we're going to play uh, tag football at th- this house at this time. Then we're going to go this one's pool. And then we're going to go this one's swing set. And then we're going to ride bikes to this. Like our street was like, so, you've been on my old street, but it was so small. Then, then we got a little older and we all had go-karts and we'd ride. There was literally no cars on our street. And we had, it was a gravel road when we first moved there. So when they paved it and then we all got go-karts and we'd ride or the three wheelers and stuff. Oh, so fun. And just that freedom how, of like leave kids, in the morning, come home and- How many kids in your neighborhood? Cause we could have probably, we could have 20 to 30 kids. And I mean, you know where we, where I lived mm-hmm. in, in Connecticut. So in those from first street to fifth street to Marvin beach, all that area, there's probably, there's probably 40 kids that on a big day you'd you'd get to hang out with we didn't have that many maybe like 10 12 13 um but yeah that was so fun yeah just that and and kind of like we didn't have to be anywhere we didn't have a schedule it was just like go play outside i'll see you later and then you know like i feel like but but the you know I'm saying that but like the girls wanted to do these things they wanted to be in theater classes they wanted to be in dance they wanted to be in Dixie was on a track team that would you know and uh, you know they would do things on days where otherwise she'd just be home playing outside. I think that's one of the things that was a big difference between the way we grew up, both you and I, and the way the kids grew up is like I wanted to take guitar lessons when I was a kid. I went to one and my mom couldn't afford it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, there's things I think that you probably wanted to do that you didn't even ask your parents to do. And I wanted to always not spoil them, but give them options to try things and find what they're, what they're passionate about. And I think it's been great because they, you know, they got to, they're never going to say, well, I never tried tennis. They tried tennis. They literally tried it. Dixie skied. She, they, they swam. They did soccer. They've they've done everything. Dixie did even softball for a little bit. But I remember the first like organized thing I did was gymnastics. My mom would take me like once or twice a week. And, but I was like fifth grade. That was like the first time. And then I did cheer. And then I did volleyball going into seventh grade. But I ended up getting into track. So I ran track like seventh through 12 and then dance team high school. And I was in dance outside of my school. I did both and then track all throughout. So it's like, I didn't do, I was like literally playing in my neighborhood. And then fifth grade, I started like doing stuff. You know what we forgot for the summers that we did a lot of was BMX. Oh my God. 
That was our life. That's right. And those were, so when you think about (gasps) all the things that Dixie, Dixie did and Charlie did too. Charlie raced BMX. Um, That was one of the things that Dixie right out of the gate, no pun intended, was really good at. Mm -hmm. And I did it as a kid and that kind of became our life. And um, one track Torrington ran on Sundays. So we balanced out our lives, our weekend life going up to Torrington in the middle of the summer. And Dixie would have the full uniform on with the polyester padded pants and the polyester jersey with a full face helmet and clip-in shoes, clip-in gloves. shoes. So we went to all the different tracks. There's four tracks in Connecticut. I think it was Wednesdays was uh, the races at the Bethel track. Thursdays were the races at the Trumbull track. Saturdays, we didn't really do too much in Meriden for whatever reason. And then Sundays, we were almost at every Sunday race in Torrington at that track. And what's BMX? BMX racing. Is bicycle motocross. Yes. BMX. Not the tricks, the racing. No, it's the racing. Yeah. Right on. It just became our family, like traveling with the Walshes and just like, I don't know, like I still like talk with the, our like BMX family, like online and stuff and reach out. But it was just such great memories. Just so like fun and so many s- snow snowballs we ate snow cones cones. well we call them snowballs in louisiana uh snow cones and traveling and they'd watch their little movies in the car they were little but oh what great times and then when we go out of town because we traveled all over to bmx and we'd stay in these towns and we you know it was a lot of applebee's dinners i remember (laughs) yeah right and we would just have so much fun like we would just make make it the most it could be and that was just like some great memories those are like it's funny that all the like i think back of those those are so vivid in my mind to think of charlie and torrington having <laughs> a snow cone and her whole face is <laughs> all red or blue and then no, no 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 dixie's face is red or blue charlie was very neat yes. her tongue but I remember that, uh, you know, I kind of look at those times and how it's molded them. And I don't know, like Dixie, when she gets on a bike, she lights up still to this day, you know. And and Charlie looks at a snow cone and just remembers those names. Charlie didn't like the outfits. That's why she didn't race for a long time. And then we ended up, get, you, you, you started a team and you designed the jerseys and they were purple and checked. And she was like, okay, I'll race now. She was all, she was like, I don't like the costumes. <laughs> She's a dancer through and through. That was funny. What are you looking forward to this summer? I am looking forward to, I want to go see my family in Louisiana. I want to go to visit Connecticut and all of our friends and family there. And then, I don't know, I'd like to go to a different place. Like, I feel like we haven't been to a lot of places since we're in California. I like, I'm torn. Like, do we, do we start here in California? We have done nothing here. I know. I really want to explore California. I want to do Napa. I want to do Lake Tahoe. I want to, we, we did. We did Malibu. Yeah. We did. We haven't really haven't done that much, but other places, I don't know. I'm open. Let's just, I want to do everything (laughs) that consists of a beach. Look, I love the summer. I think that's why I'm going to fall in love with California just because of the weather and, and, and to like what you're saying, Heidi, we could go to New York for 
the holidays, mm-hmm. but I really want to explore California. I mean, we've, we've rollerbladed in Santa Monica, but I want to get, I want to get up and down the coast and find all the things that are fun and cool and really experience it while we're, while we're here. Yeah. I feel like being on the East coast and you growing up, I mean, you were born in New York city. So I feel like you don't do those things that everybody goes to New York city to do. And I don't want to do the same thing here. I want to do all those things that people come here to do. And um, I mean, we're fortunate enough to be here. We could do them on a random weekend, you know, or whatever. So we got to just, we just have to plan it. You know, and and get yeah. It on the I want to explore the environment more than like people are like, Oh, did you check out this new restaurant? We're going to oh, go. No, not like that. Like, yeah. thing, like, tra- like road trips and me too. Destination, little fun things. Like I always hear people talk about Joshua tree. I want to go there. Whatever's yes. there. I think there's a tree there Maybe. and a guy named Joshua. That's Possibly. Potentially. So I want to do that. That's all I know. I don't know much. I know that um, Palm Springs is not a beach. I learned that. I yes, it's not, you did learn that. It's the hard way. I <laughs> I brought a surfboard, but there's no waves. <laughs> it's okay. I I think we're all not just because of what's happening with our with our family. Just I think everyone who's been home and during the pandemic, I think everyone's just raring to go to enjoy and start living life again. So. And more than anything, like to see people, I want to like visit those people that live here in California that I know. I know. I'm. We haven't seen them. I know. So I'm looking forward to that. So I think we're looking forward to the same thing. Yeah. And so, games. I want to go all the all the sports games. sports games, not board games and board no, games too. Board games too. Right on. Cool, man. Well, I'm looking forward to spending a fun summer with you. Same here. Right on. With you. All right, everybody. That is it for Mark and Heidi, the other D'Amelios. Thank you for listening in. If you want to follow me on my socials at Heidi D'Amelio. And follow me at Mark D'Amelio. And if you want to follow our family at D'Amelio Family Official. Yes. See some fun stuff there, too. And hopefully you'll see us around California over the summer, we'll be yeah. out and about. Stop and say hi. We'll be and at Joshua us, Tree. Tell us where we should go. <laughs> Meet us under the tree at Joshua. Yeah, it's it's at his house, Joshua. Yeah, so we'll go there. It'll be fun. We'll have dinner. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Bye. Love you. Mark and Heidi, the other Demilios, comes to you from Ramble, a Cadence Thirteen studio. You can listen, rate, review, and follow all episodes available now for free on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Odyssey, and wherever you get your favorite podcasts.